When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included. All while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Thursday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hey, Christy. Hey, Will. How are you? I'm doing so great. Today's guest was just such a, a rainbow. He really is. It's a strange way to, to to describe him, but yes, he is. And normally we would do our intro at the beginning, but uh, I'm away and I had some technical issues. So we got to talk to this amazing man first, and now we're introing him second. But who's our guest today? Oh, man. It's the one, the only Rob Paulson. Wait till you hear this. Hi, guys. Hey, how are you? Hey, buddy. This is the coolest thing. So for everybody here at I Hear Voices, the first thing we need to say is that this show would absolutely not exist <laughs> without our guest today. Uh, oh. Because one of the greatest shows in history for anybody who loved animation was Talking Tunes. Oh, God bless you. And by the way, you lowered your standards enough to get on to come on my show. <laughs> oh, I so. don't. That's not a, you kidding. You know how honored I was to be able to sit there with you. Uh, and it, without Talking Tunes, I hear voices would not exist. So credit where credit is due. We were thank trying to, to pick up the torch, which is absolutely impossible to do after having such a brilliant show. So thank you for joining us. Hello. Christy, nice to see you. It looks a hell of a lot better than the water tower. Look at that beautiful smile. Wow. <laughs> yes. Hi, Rob. Oh, Hi. I, I am really excited to meet you because I'm a huge fan of yours. Oh, huge. well, you look pretty normal size to me, but thank you very much. That's very <laughs> kind of you. I, uh, all of this is, uh, is, is just, well, you know, well, anytime, anytime anyone takes a moment to express their appreciation for something that you were paid to do for free, um, you would have done for free is a uh, is a profound compliment and i i love it when people say well i know you hear this all the time but it's the first time i've heard it from you and, <laughs> and it's always incredibly flattering and humbling so thank you christy it's very sweet Aww. one of the things that's so strange and and wonderful uh and and you know anytime there's anything terrible like the pandemic you try to look for positives wherever you can and one of the things that came out that was so positive was a whole new group of people found animation hey Man, it has blown up, oh. rightfully so, yeah. the yeah. most talented actors you will ever meet in history from any genre of acting you want to pick are bar none voiceover actors. I will say that till the day I Thank pass. You. They are the best ever. 
And people are starting to get their due just a little bit. And when you're at a convention and you're seeing on-camera actors with a decent line of people right. and then the voiceover actors with people down the street, you realize you are finally getting their due. Isn't that something? Uh, it is. Um, I started my career in Hollywood 44 years ago, uh, wow. ostensibly to uh, do what I had done, a theater guy, music and all that. So I came out and was doing TV and movies and a lot of commercials on camera. Uh, but as you know, Will, um, you know, average looking Caucasian kids from Michigan are a dime a dozen. Uh, some are talented, some aren't. And sometimes it doesn't matter, especially commercials are small yeah. parts on television. If you fit the suit, you got a shot. Um, but I'll tell you what, uh, everybody loves cartoons virtually. And when I got here, cartoons were pretty much relegated to Saturday morning, the three networks. Um, and so there were literally a handful of actors who were fortunate enough to do them all. And rightfully so, June Foray and Mel Blanc yeah. and, you know, Dawes Butler and, and just- The legends, the, the legends. legends. over and yeah. over and over and over again. Um, so in the mid eighties, I think my agent uh, called, by the way, I'm still represented by them. They still haven't figured it out that they should dump me a long time ago, but um, I, they said, have you ever thought about auditioning for animation? I said, well, sure, but it's, that gig is closed. Well, you know, things are starting to change. Of course, this was before uh, the internet, before uh, HBO, certainly before Cartoon Network, anything. So the first show I went to audition for were shows were G.I. Joe and Transformers. And I got a gig. And I remember just minor characters. I called my agent literally when I found a phone booth. Um, and I said, uh, dude, whatever it takes, send me out for more of this. The first thing I noticed when I walked into this room of wonderful actors, several of whom were people I recognized from episodic television, you know, Bob Ridgely or Bill Daly or Marshall Wallace, whomever. And the second thing I noticed is that they were not only obviously gifted, but they were utterly unencumbered by how they looked. They were monsters and, uh, you know, bad guys, good guys, singing, not singing, exactly why kids begin acting in the first place. It's literally like a high-tech sandbox. And I thought, man, oh man, uh, now you're talking. Nobody gives a pardon me, you know what, what I'm looking like. Um, I was only limited by my chops, my willingness to be fearless, small F, you know what I mean, but not, not worry about how I looked or how I came across, am I getting the right angle or are my teeth, none of that. It was literally like being a kid saying, all right, you be the monster and I'm going to be the guy to kill the monster. That's what it was. And oh my God, it really was like, like somebody had shown a light on this is the reason you came to Hollywood. Uh, it, and honestly, now when I'm old enough to be pretty much everybody's grandfather, people don't know. People don't know that I was the entertainment at the last supper. Um, I, uh, I'm pretty old. I was a Shecky of Arimathea, you know. But, uh, uh, <laughs> sit down, sit down, Judas. That's Come right, on, exactly. Here. And you know what? It was Jesus. What a party! And you know, it was it was great. But, but um, nonetheless, uh, I now that I'm older, I'm young enough to travel around the world doing what I'm doing now getting a chance to meet people, as you had alluded to earlier, well, at these fantastic conventions, which are yeah. so ubiquitous. They're springing up like zits on a 12-year-old. I couldn't be more <laughs> excited. The stories we hear over and over again, you guys, is the extent 
to which these characters connect with people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it got me through this. Yep. My father died. We used to watch it together. But you name it. And yeah. it is so much bigger than my paycheck. It is so much bigger than an action figure or a rating point. And as long as I can do this physically and travel around, I, I, I can't get enough of it. it. It is, after the pandemic, an incredible reminder of not only how fortunate we all are to, to do this gig, but our, our work really is important. Mm -hmm. It really is. And yeah. oh my God, you guys can't get enough of it. Well, it's also the thing that's amazing is it's generational, mm -hmm. which is something that I love. So, and every generation really believes that they have their own, their best, yeah, th their best cartoons. Yeah. And the, the funny thing is, mine does, of course. Um, so <laughs> everything, so everything you've done when we're talking about, we can get, and we're going to get into Pinky and the Brain and all this stuff, obviously. But when you say the first thing you did was GI Joe, mm -hmm. oh, that's huge for Will. I had to run home to watch G.I. Joe. I would cry when I missed G.I. Joe. I mean, it was one of those things where this was back in the day where there was one VCR and yes. somebody had it on the street. So it wasn't you couldn't you didn't record sure. anything. Could you missed it. There wasn't no, no yeah. YouTube, no DVDs. Yeah. If you caught the show, you caught mm -hmm. the show. Right. If you didn't, you didn't. But the idea that you got to do G.I. Joe yeah. and Transformers. And that was during the Thundercats and right. He-Man and Silverhawks. I mean, that, again, that those that's my jam. Yeah. That is my, that's what got me into those cartoons. So I've got to know a little bit about sure. what it was like to record G.I. Joe. Oh, well, I walked in and Charlie Adler, the lovely Charlie Adler, who just had a birthday, I think, the day before yesterday. Uh, Charlie and I met on G.I. Joe, 1985, 86. Um, and uh, Charlie came from a heavy-duty Broadway background, and my yeah. background was live theater, music, and then commercials in L.A. Um, but we were both really, really excited. And as a kid, when I was a kid, G.I. Joe was an action figure for boys. It was like about that tall. Yeah. Of course, you know, you'd always say, oh, it's like a Ken doll. No, it's not a doll. It's an action figure. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and one of which I have. So as soon as my agent said G.I. Joe, I said, oh, I am so in. Yeah, try and stop me. So I got hired to do a character called Snow Job, who yeah. was uh, 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 like a, a a Nordic winter soldier, you know. So he, he was a he was the polar he was a polar uh, right. polar ranger. Right. He came the, with the sled. The, he right. came with the the snowmobile. And he did check this out, Christy. He came with the sled. Okay. He was all dressed in white. Okay. He has a white a white weapon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's got a white hood, so everything is gonna meld in and mesh it with the snow so you can't see of course, it. But what they also don't tell you, he's got a bright red beard. Oh. And, and hair. And right. hair. So he's like hair. a really hot and, Santa Claus. Well said. Thank you. Yeah. Well said. A little more spelt. <laughs> uh, from Boston. And so I really think, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, as much as I as much as much I want to do this gig, any Ruski with half a, half a lick of being able to fire his weapon could <laughs> knock me off at 300 yards, you know? But every single time, you guys, you walk in, and I, I could not wait to get to the, the, the studio. And every time I saw the people whom I, I you know, um, Peter Cullen, Frank Welker, oh, yeah. Yeah. over and over and over again. And not only did I know I was going to have a really great experience, I was going to have just a fun experience. Mm -hmm. um, because you know these folks, and they're so talented. But they're also uh, just the nicest, most uh, accepting zero pretense 
no arrogance. Uh, I, I really truly felt like I'd won the lottery. And um, I was so thrilled to get GI Joe because it was a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. And um, then they called me, had this, we're doing this other thing called Transformers. And oh, so I go and become an aerial bot. And, oh, man. and to this day, when I go to uh, conventions, people come up to me with, I didn't even know that there was a snow job action figure. Are you kidding? Oh my <laughs> God. How about that? He probably still does in a uh, box. Do you will? Yeah, yeah, I do. My God, they're, they're incredibly, uh, uh, they become incredibly um, pricey. Ah, yeah, valuable. Uh, if you can find a brand new with the bubble thing still on it of 1985, four or 500 bucks. Yeah, and it has the card on the back, and oh, it tells you the whole backstory of everybody. Every, and you used to save the cards. Yeah. You could you could cut them out and save the sure. cards, and I had all the cards and all the guys, and it was I was that kid. Yeah. I mean, that G.I. Joe, especially G.I. Joe Transformers mask. Oh, yeah. Um, those were all, like you said, that's it was just commercials for the toys, but it, that's all that's all I cared totally. about. It was the, the greatest thing in the world, so that's that was my... Yeah. You you changed my life in that way. Well, bless your what, heart. That's what it was. That's what it was. Rob, when you were, uh, what I find interesting about the the rooms that we all work in as voice actors and the community of people just obviously who are so talented and supportive, we hear this time and time again. But do, do you feel like, I know some movies, it's almost like life imitates art, but with G.I. Joe, yeah. did you feel like it was a more masculine kind of recording process or vibe? Well, yeah, I mean, totally. I was trying to be, you know, uh, in, in terms of the context of the character, trying to be, you know, a badass and all that. I had my little, had a sort of a down east, a sort of accent there from up on the northeast, you know, and and knowing is half the battle. Yo, Joe! Um, yeah, that's the best. It was the coolest thing in the world, but that's the thing. I'm five, nine and a half and a buck fifty. Nobody is going to be intimidated by me, Christy, uh, at, at least with respect to my, you know, badassness um but man i i can well like well all of your questions not just will you too christy all of us can play characters uh for whom we would never be considered on camera yeah never i see and um to to have that experience still and now to be able to see generational i was this weekend i was with maurice lamarche we were doing a thing in, in ohio and my god with pinky in the brain and gi joe we have three generations, mm-hmm. grandparents yeah. who are 65, who were 30-ish, 28 when the shows came out, watched them in college or whatever, had a couple of beers or drank the bong water and watched cartoons, <laughs> you know, and now they have their children and grandchildren. I mean, I watched And they're all, yeah. Yeah. And people say, yeah. well, you know, I got to tell you, I'm 46 and I look thinking they're grand. Dude, Steven Spielberg is 76. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he's my boss. You think yeah. anybody gives him a problem for being the biggest, richest nerd in Hollywood? Of course not. Yeah. But these That's are the best. utterly uh, uh, um, not at, at all, uh, I'm going to try to say, it's not at all inappropriate for anybody to watch cartoons. My God, if I, if I watch Bambi now, I still fall apart when he starts when Bambi starts screaming for his mom. Right. I, I always yeah, do. Of course. It's just that happened like the Bambi's mom was dead by like the credits, yeah, by the way. Exactly. That was what a way to start a film. It's, it's like, like uh, my popcorn's not even Pixar. done yet. Like, sure. what are you doing? Exactly. Yeah. I love that that as well stated so perfectly at the beginning, the uh incredible platinum lining for people in our business 
vis-a-vis -vis COVID is exactly that, that it, it drove people to kind of go, well, you know what? I haven't watched G.I. Joe in a million years. Let me see if I can yep. find it on YouTube. Oh, my God. Look at this, dude. I've got all G.I. Joe's on YouTube. Let's yep. And it absolutely has blown my mind uh, how how marvelous these characters hold up forever and the extent to which they inspire brand new creators yeah. Uh, to, yeah. to go to all these lengths because there's so much technology now that they can use that never was available all those years ago. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Thursday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. You know what's funny is I, I constantly remind myself and my, my wife joke, my wife and I joke about this the whole time because it's kind of like a motto I live by. There is a very big difference between childish and childlike. Mm, yes, we say that. And cartoons and animation are the perfect way to remain childlike for as long as you want. That's well, right. And a 
defense though of, of the nerddom, I also think like something that's brought me to animation time and time again is is the art of it, right? I mean, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. every everything yeah. that we see that you've done, it's like different, you know, everything is just a Thank little, you. yeah, Ninja Turtles is not pinky in the brain. Oh, we're not even getting into Ninja Turtles yet. We got, we got we so much. <laughs> I can't even, I, it's so much to talk okay. about. Um, but no, but it is, it's, it, it sounds ridiculous, but coming from on camera and Rob, you did this as well. And Christy, you did this as well. You, you, you can get burnt out very quickly oh, yeah. and the industry becomes the industry and it's this machine. And it's like, you forget about the love of mm-hmm. acting and the love of and the your craft. Voice. And then all of a sudden you're in a booth. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're like, wow, this is what I wanted the whole time. I, it's, it's just acting. Well, and how it's many times do you guys, both of you here as on camera talent, how many times do you meet people who are primarily doing on-camera gigs and they just say, oh, my God, who, who's your agent? I, 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 yeah. I so badly want to do Simpsons or, yeah. or you know, Family oh, Guy yeah. or whatever. And yeah. all, all Big actors, too. All Big time. actors. All yeah. the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you get that gig? How do you do that? How do I get oh. that? And it's like, oh, I'll give you my agent's name, sir, who's won two Academy Awards. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we did a uh, – I was Donatello in a – 2012 version of Nickelodeon of uh, Turtles at Nickelodeon, and the last season we had a 13 episode arc, and I get to work one day and David Tennant is there <laughs> doing this particular bad guy, and of course I'm a huge fan. I'm Broadchurch and, yeah. and let alone the Doctor uh, Who and all that. Sure, Doctor Who yeah. and all that, yeah. So I said, Dave, what a pleasure. Oh man, thank you. And I said, I, I said, I, I, we are thrilled that you're here. And he said, and he, he was absolutely a little bit sort of nonplus, not in a really horrible way, but he said, well, this is Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and it wasn't, it wasn't like, well, it's Turtles. It was, no, no, this is Ninja Turtles, man. Yeah. Um, anybody, John Cena was on it. Um, um, yeah. It, it just over- It uh, matters. It matters, it matters Animation to people. Animation matters, and, yeah. And it lasts yeah. for utterly forever. That silly little song, I shouldn't say silly. That song I sang uh, on Animaniacs with all the countries of the world. That, United States, oh God, Canada, Mexico, this. Panama, right. Haiti, Jamaica, Peru. All of your yeah. you, <laughs> all of that, that song has now uh, is a standalone seminal piece of modern animation art. Period. Yep. End of story. It's about yep. two, three minutes. That, and I, of course, was very glad to sing it. But the hard part, we live in Hollywood, you guys. You can throw a dart and hit a good singer. What you can't yeah. do is throw a dart and get somebody to write that stuff. Mm. And that is such a testament to great writing, great animation. Uh, and Teamwork. you don't have to know Animaniacs. Yeah, exactly, Christy. You ain't got to know nothing about Warner Brothers animation, Animaniacs, nothing. You could watch that and just go, oh my God. Yep. And that, that's what I love about, about this particular gig is it's, uh, it's sort of it's not even contextual. You can watch it for its own reason. Uh, many yeah. pieces and and are many different shows and they are exciting, inspiring, mind blowing and they're like you just want to watch them again and again and again. Yeah. Well, my one of my favorite stories, Jason Marsden. Um, so uh, my my best friend Jason, when we were doing Boy Meets World. Um, the, the audience, you know, there's a warm up guy for the audience while they're there. And in between scenes, Max. people would get up and do, yeah, they get up and do different, um, 
uh, uh, talent yeah. for the audience. And Jason would always grab the microphone and do that song Isn't that great? every single week. He'd just do it in the voice oh. as much as he could to try to try to emulate you. Uh, and I heard that song over and over and over again from that? Mr. Martin. I just yeah. I I I just love that boy so much. <laughs> we Me did too. Um, Me too. Uh, he he um, we did a, a, a you know show together called Goof Troop, and then we did the Goofy movie. Sure. That was sure. another one of those things. Uh, I don't know. Five, six years ago, I got a call and Disney said, you guys know all about D23 and the big Disney. Yeah, we were just there. Sure, we were just there a couple weekends ago. Okay, right. So they called and said, hey, we're doing a goofy movie, um, you know, retrospective, uh, 20 year anniversary. Great, I'd love to come down. You guys, I had no idea how big that movie is to millions of people. Mm -hmm. It's huge. Mm -hmm. And it's not only a charming little movie, but I know I'm preaching to the choir, but for all you folks out there, if you've not seen it, watch it again or watch it. But it, but also, um, my son is now 38, but anyone, any young boy with his father can utterly relate to the difficulties that both were having, both Max and Goofy were having to communicate with mm-hmm. one another. It's timeless. It is about, you know, Max finding his way and Goofy went to let go and trying to communicate very difficult. Mm-hmm. But those performances of Bill Farmer as Goofy and Jason Marsden as Max were nothing short of incredible. Oh, they were heart rending. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. beautiful. And, he, and, and almost like yeah. human, human elements oh, of storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> in these. Absolutely, yeah. Christy. And, uh, uh, you know, you can see Goofy just, gosh, I just don't, oh. I don't know, honey, I don't know what to say to him. And I love him so much, but I, it's, perfect mm-hmm. and yeah talk about acting is acting those characters yeah. they're just fine actors jason and billy are just world-class actors yep. it's not a wonder yep. that that they 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 do so well because they're really talented well i remember asking andrea romano about that where i said because you know working with andrea mm-hmm. you'd never know it was like that like the teenage mutant ninja, ninja turtles thing where you'd walk in, in the room and you never knew the actors that were going to be yes. in there and you were like oh my god i get to work with john ritter i get to work it was just <laughs> one but robert patrick one person yeah. after the next and I always asked her, I said, "What now, when you're casting, I, you know, with Andrea, I try to get as many little tidbits oh, from course, her as yeah. I possibly could. And I was like, how, how, how do you do your casting? And she said, I don't ever cast voiceover actors. I cast That's actors. That's it. She's like, some of them can do a bunch of voices. Right. Some of them can't. But I always cast actors. Right. And that's. That's the difference. And isn't it interesting if you go down her IMDb of the shows on which she was the director, most, I would say most, if not all, are are iconic shows that show and the reason they are is because for example mark hamill is a terrific actor of course he's a terrific actor kevin conroy is a mind-blowing actor right yeah so on tress mcneil over and over and over and over and over again and so it makes perfect sense that not only is she a terrific director but she knows that it's not just about doing the funny voice and i think more and more people thanks to shows like yours are starting to understand that, wow. Uh, and I know you guys get this app all the time from young people. Christy, I'm a big fan. How do I yeah. how did you get into this? Yeah. What do you suggest I do? Mm-hmm. I do a really great Bart Simpson. Good for you. And and have a blast. But I'm not trying to burst your bubble. I would never tell you not to come out here, but it's about acting. And it's about yeah. improv, acting, yeah. maybe music, stretching yourself, yeah. being utterly un, uh, un, um, uh, self-aware, that is to say, not that you're a beautiful young woman, 
that goes out the window. Yeah, You're still exactly. going to be a beautiful yeah. young woman when you walk out the door. But the idea is to inhabit the character. Mm-hmm. And that's why people love bugs. That's why people love barks, why they love Goofy, why they love, yeah. you know, all these characters. They're just, they're wonderfully acted. Yeah. Well, yeah. you mentioned before the term yeah. high-tech sandbox to play in. Yeah. And I think that's something that we haven't heard before, Will, and it's really I love that. I want cool. that on a t-shirt. Oh, yeah. I play in a high-tech sandbox. It's yours. No problem. <laughs> really cool. And you know, Rob, you had the Vanity Fair um, YouTube, you know, video oh, that yeah. we saw. And I mean, I, Will, you saw it, right? I'm sure you've seen it. You've, I think you've quoted it before. The, where wait, he's the, doing the, the what? Vanity Fair interviews Rob and he does all the voices. Oh, yeah, of course. And it's, it's amazing. If you haven't seen it, not Will, but you guys listening, if you haven't seen it, you should definitely go and check out Rob's amazing ability to Thank just you. inhabit all of those characters. But I mean, it's did we talk nuts. about that? I mean, your approach. Sure, whatever you want. I'm, he takes I'm, all the different characters. As as you oh, you're so sweet. He takes all the characters and he just goes and he plays. And it's amazing to watch. Well, you guys know this also. And I think Billy, another guy, uh, I got to stop dropping names. Bob oh, we love it. Me that. But uh, <laughs> uh, Billy, you guys know Billy West. And not yeah, again. Billy was on our show. What a sweet man. Yeah. First and foremost, a delightful, sweet, yep. kind, honest, yep. giving man. Giving. Yep. And when he opens his mouth, it's just mm-hmm. Yeah. But Billy yeah. coined the phrase, and I think he's right. He said, you know what, Robbie? What I love about voice actors is we're fearless. And he's right. Especially I mean, while they're working. Um, when yeah. the producers say, you know, Will, we're looking to a guy. Do you do a very good Don Knotts? I said, well, I don't really do a good Don Knotts, but I, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll give you my take on it, and I'm going to jump right in. And the worst that can happen is the director or the producer laughs a little bit and says, boy, you're right, it's not terribly good. But you know what? What you did there was pretty interesting. And, um, you know, let me hang on a second. Yeah, we don't need Don Knotts. Go, go ahead and do that some more, Will. Yep. And that stuff happens all the time. I've also seen people who say, uh, hey, Rob, can you do a good Don Knotts? Jesus, you know, I, Jeff Bennett's the guy. I, 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 don't, uh-huh. I don't want to embarrass myself. Oh, okay. Get Jeff Bennett. And yep. boom, you just lost a chance <laughs> to show that you are fearless, that you're willing yeah. to play, and that you are not, and, and you said it earlier, Christy, it's a, it's a, a big team experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, it it really is important not to have that adult junk about, oh my God, I'm getting old and all that stuff. When you go yeah, in, it's yeah. not about that. Leave your ego outside the door. And if somebody says, do not, don't not, say, I'll do the best I can, but yeah. commit to it. And you never know when the producer is going to say, Christy was yeah. utterly fearless. She jumped right in. Yes. It was not exactly what we thought we wanted, but Christy's talent and her willingness to jump in the pool was so great. She came up with something we never would have thought of. And we're going to write that character into the show. And it happens all the time. I think it has an energy to it too, right? Where if you're yeah. really going uh, for it and you're really trying something and you're free in that moment with your voice. Yeah. Well, it's fun. Again, it's, it's, it's also, it's one of those things where I, I think what you just said is very, very important because we, so we're, one of the things we love to do here on I Hear Voices is we have, you know, an amateur come in and they get get to work with some of these legends, which obviously we're going to do a little bit later. Um, but we try to give nuggets of or have our guests give nuggets of uh, of, of 
advice on how to navigate not only the world of animation, but just acting in sure. general. And something you just said there is, is hugely important and something that we haven't really covered. And it doesn't matter whether it's animation, it's on camera, it's radio, it's jokes, whatever it is, you have to commit 100%. Yes, sir. If you did, the worst case scenario is you're going to run into the wall, right. but you're going to run into, into the, wall. the wall. Well said. Will. If you walk into the wall, nobody cares. Right. If you run into the wall for full steam, yeah. there's a chance you're going to break through. Absolutely. Um, so that's, said. you have to commit to everything yeah. that you do. Um, and, you know, for instance, in sitcom, you, you, you commit to the joke and you are relying on your writers to know that, hey, if I commit to the joke 100%, you're going to be able to see. Yeah that the joke doesn't work. Yeah. But I gave if I give you 50%, you're not going to know whether the joke's going to work or not. Of I give you 100%, you're going to know the joke yeah. didn't work. It's the same in animation. And that is one of the things with the, the actors and actresses in the booth that you get to work oh. with is I don't ever think I've ever seen anybody who works consistently right. half-assed a performance. Never. Ever. Never. And you know, uh, um, I've started directing a little bit and I really enjoy it. And the it is so much easier to pull an actor back than to say, yeah. come on, come on. Just, I don't want to tell you how to do it, but God, you're, yeah. you're not getting yeah. it. And, uh, yeah. and so you don't want to put an actor uh, on their heels. You don't want to embarrass them. But right. if somebody says, uh, and how many times have you been in, in a, a session with somebody who's kind of just getting, or especially on camera talent. And they say, All right, we need you to really, when this happens, you're, you're screaming because your girlfriend has been stolen and the monster is, ah! but they're, they're used to having the camera right here. Yep. And so Andrea will say, okay, let's do it again. Let's really scream. So what happens? They finally get there. And when the person screams at the level that the producers and the directors are happy with, they kind of go, that's like way out of my comfort zone. Exactly. So yep. you, but, but if you see John DiMaggio, do ah, it, yeah. or you see, you know, or you see uh, uh, Welker or any of those yeah. other guys, it is astonishing. And I've worked with Frank, I don't know, 300 times. I've known him forever. Every time I work with that guy, he does something that just makes me say, Frank, yeah. where did that come yeah. from? And he, yeah. the point is, folks, and young actors out there, Frank never stops learning. He never stops coming up with new stuff. Guy's got all the money he'll ever need. Same thing with Tress, same thing with Nancy Cartwright, same yep. thing with all of it. They, are, they love the process. They are bona fide actors, and it's something mm -hmm. that is utterly part of their soul. I mean, and whether they're getting paid for it or not, if I'm hanging out with, with you guys and Billy and uh, uh, D. Bradley Baker and um, April Winchell or whatever, in five or 10 minutes, we'll have all these wonderful actors being lit up by one another mm -hmm. and it's going yeah. like this and we're laughing our guts out and the people around us think we, we're utterly insane, but it's, and there's no money involved. It's just yeah. about the joy right, of yeah. the process. And when you see that happen in the studio, I tell people all the time, you guys, that's the show. That yeah. is the freaking show. When you're in a room with yep. people like that, playing that game at high level and, it's just it. Talk about a, a high tide raising all boats. I'm way better around those people. They make you better. Mm -hmm. I, I, they do, yeah. Christine. Yeah. yeah. And at the beginning, you learn pretty quickly, which is precisely what Will was suggesting about the commitment. You learn pretty quickly that it's okay to be a little bit 
afraid of that. But if you don't make the choice to jump in, then you're going to get run over mm-hmm. because these yeah. people are so good and the bar is so high. Yeah. And, you know, if I die tomorrow, be a little bit of a drag. My wife would have plenty of money and they'd say, well, I reckon we better start recasting. So there are plenty of really fabulous actors <laughs> out there. And when you see no, it's true. the best of the best, don't rest on their laurels. They just don't. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. And that's why it, the know, community the, 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 is so it, humble too, Will. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Just it, well, it is, but it's also it, the, the only thing I can liken it to when you're in a room with uh, with these amazing men and women that are pushing each other, but also at times trying to one-up each yes. other. The only feeling I've ever had like that in my life is trying to make my brothers mm-hmm. laugh. <laughs> like there's like Top you're audience. trying to get you get respect, but you also want to earn. It's the strangest thing. But again, you're right. When it comes to the commitment, you're never going to hear anybody say, John DiMaggio, can you bring it up two notches? (laughs) It's always bring it back eight. Right. Right. And that's what you want. That's exactly what you want. And also y'all are listening Um, to each other too, while performing and raising the bar. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. You have to listen to each other. Sure. The only technical thing is that sometimes you have to be very careful about overlapping one another because of the tech exactly. technical aspects of the animation. But yeah. no, I I'm always better. Obviously, with respect to COVID, I you know we've all been lucky enough to keep working, whether we're recording from home or solo in a studio. But I'm an old dog. I much prefer yeah, to be with too. the other actors. They absolutely me make me better. And when you go home exhausted from four hours of doing what you would do for free and what a great way to go through life you're exhausted from laughing and hanging out with people that you would choose to be your friends holy smoke Okay, so before we, we bring in our special guest, which we're going to, to play with us again, because, ladies and gentlemen, we have brought back a fan favorite, which we're so excited to have back, Yay. which is, of course, Across the Garden. Across the garden. We're very excited. We could not have Rob Paulson here and not do a little bit of work with him. Woo-hoo. But I need to know some of your basic background. So, for instance, Rob, yeah. what was your animation jam growing up? What were the shows that you wanted to watch when you were a kid? Looney Tunes, uh, Flintstones, Johnny Quest, um, Oh, Johnny Quest. I love Johnny Quest. And I got to be my first uh, steady gig, animation-wise, was with the God Bless and the late, great Gordon Hunt. And there was a a reboot of Johnny Quest in the mid-'80s, and I got to be Haji. And I I really thought I was going to lose my mind. But, yeah, those shows, uh, there were a couple of – and people don't remember, uh, especially – there's no reason they would. Their younger folks don't know that Flintstones was a prime-time animated show on ABC, uh, yeah. there was another animated show with William Wyndham as the star called um, "Wait Till Your Father Gets Home." That was a prime time animated show. Really? Uh, I believe, yeah, I believe even Johnny Quest uh, was. Was the Jetsons? Was Jetsons, Jetsons. also prime? That's time? another one. Yeah. Okay. And I love the Jetsons. Okay. Uh, in fact, two quick stories. Um, oh, please. oh, this is the coolest thing. I remember when we did the first episode of the Johnny Quest reboot, and Don Messick who uh, was the voice of Dr. Quest, also the voice of Boo Boo Bear and uh, um, uh, uh, Baba Louie, Baba Louie on Quick Drama Graph. Crazy talent, okay. Uh, He was the voice of Scooby-Doo until he passed away and Frank now is doing it. But uh, the first episode of the Johnny Quest I was in, in which I was Haji, I was sitting next to Mr. Um, uh, You know, Don, Mr. Messick and all of a sudden, he says, careful, Johnny, there's a, 
it was like I thought for lunch I'll have to have a seizure salad. I, I, yeah. I, it was it was Doctor Frickin' Quest right next to yeah. me, yeah. and I kind of had to gather myself. Then a couple years later, there was um, a Jetsons movie in which I played a, a a rock and roll star, and I was in love with Judy Jetson. So I got to go to work. I went to work one day, and Gordon Hart says, "Hey, Robbie, Mel Blanc is here today. You want to sit next to him?" And I said course uh, so mr blank was probably i don't know late 70s he passed away at 81 82 so he was yeah uh i sat next to him and of course I, it took me a while to must have the courage but i said mr blank look like anyone with a pulse uh i'm a, I'm a fan and I, I i just not only need to tell you that but if it's not too much trouble and of course, he knew exactly what he wanted. He took off his glasses, looks at me, says, "Yeah, what's up, Doc?" And it was uh, mind melted. Yeah, yeah, I bet. And yeah. immediately, immediately, you guys, I was transported back to sitting okay. in Livonia, Michigan. You know, what's the television? Um, and just what killed the wabbit? Killed the wabbit. <laughs> Dusty the wabbit season fire. I've seen all those a hundred times. And all, yeah. all of a sudden, I'm sitting next to this guy who's, a, you know, kind of small and old. And and that went, none of that mattered. It was just yeah. the astonishing, uh, almost chemical experience of what's up, Doc. That was, that it. was it. Unreal. Yep. Yeah. So, so I, uh, it's, the voice. Yeah. Is... yeah, no, I've had, I, I, I've told this before. I've told this story before, but I had exactly the same exactly the same moment when i was doing uh transformers oh yeah and so i was i was bumblebee and peter Cullen oh. comes in wow. and he's sitting there and i'm next to uh kari payton and there's you know a couple of us were all in our 40s and we're sitting there and and the first line peter just goes bumblebee and we almost cried yeah. in the room, like literally. And it took me 30 to 45 seconds to realize I had to answer him. <laughs> it was like he was talking to me. And I was eight years old. Mm -hmm. I had my Transformers in front of Isn't me. Isn't that the greatest? And it it's instantly, so visceral. There's almost nothing that, that brings mm -hmm. you back to that place that fast that, as weird. when you were a fan of cartoons growing up. And you hear that voice. And you, I could smell the oh, carpet oh, I was yeah. lying on again. God bless and you. I was... It was amazing. I, so well, you have I those moments. They are oh, magical. I remember a few years ago when the first Transformers movie came out, the first Michael Bay movie came out, and yeah. uh, Maurice uh, texted me from the um, the Chinese theater. He said, uh, you know, we're all kind of excited. But, you know, Robbie, I don't know. They, they hadn't really talked much about the voice cast. And, of course, to the Cognoscenti, the, uh, the real heavy-duty Transformers fans, they were like, I hope they don't put, you know... Um, Kevin Nealon yeah. as the voice. Of, yeah, insert right. star right. here. Right. Yeah, right, yeah. And so he said, I'll let you know how it goes. So Mo calls me afterwards. He says, Robbie, we're sitting here and the audience is full. I mean, jam. And as soon as Optimus comes on, on the screen, everybody's screaming and yelling. And then Peter says, Autobots roll out. And they everybody jumped up, <laughs> popcorn went in the air. They started clapping because it was utterly authentic. And yeah. their fears were completely uh, blown out. They just like, oh my God, it's really Optimus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and it, it matters. It matters. It's not about 
whether or not Brad Pitt is a talking dragon. I love Brad Pitt, but unless sure. Brad Pitt uh, creates the voice that becomes iconic, right. it doesn't really matter. Right. And I, yeah, boy, I, it was, I just I love that those characters have that much power. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And also, Crazy. I know that we're going to bring our guest on pretty soon. Right. Well, it feels like we'll probably. I think but we I are. Did wanna... But I have a couple. I, I, I there's I, we got. Rob I know Paulson I can't. Here. I, can't but I can't stop. When we talk about <laughs> the voice being an instrument. Right. This is my final thing. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll let Will with his questions because we love you. Let I'm me sorry. gush. Yeah. Let me gush. Oh, please. When, when we talk about the voice. Being <laughs> By the way, I have my I, I have my gush proof clothes on. So. <laughs> okay, good. Because <laughs> it's there. Yeah, we're, we're it's it's going to be a, essentially the first row of a Gallagher concert for, for a little while here. So uh, welcome to SeaWorld. Sorry, Christian. Oh, <laughs> no, for me too. Um, and, uh, you know, you've, you it says, you know, in our notes that you are a survivor of throat cancer. Mm -hmm. um, that's am How about that? amazing. Amazing. Well, it really got my attention. Um, not toe cancer, not hair cancer. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but I have to tell you honestly, and I'm gl so glad you brought that up. Mm -hmm. um, I'm fine. I'm going to die someday, but not from throat cancer. However, um, all of us who are halfway decent humans move through our lives with a certain, hopefully, uh, uh, well-rounded sense of kindness and empathy and sympathy i mean we all live in we live in la i mean there are homeless encampments on every corner yeah. how many times a day do you go oh my god there but for the grace of god um and so when i was diagnosed the first thing i did was kind of go wow <laughs> that's a little bit of a surprise um and it wasn't about why me oh my god i'm a voice actor why well why the not me mm -hmm. yeah. do, do you think anybody wants this of course not um, but now, and of course it was a little bit frightening. Um, it was, uh, the treatment was very difficult for obvious reasons that, uh, the radiation, you know, kind of tears up your throat and your, your mouth. But now that I'm through it, I have an important story, not because I'm an actor with throat cancer, but because I, I'm an, uh, uh, a guy whose instrument, as you suggested, was in, uh, pretty, you know, it was pretty dire danger there for a while. Uh, but not only did I survive it, and I'm different. Rob 2.0 is different. I lost 50 pounds that I didn't have to lose. Um, yeah. I uh, couldn't taste food for, I don't know, about three years. Um, I, uh, my saliva glands were pr pretty much shot, but it saved my life and it saved my voice. So now... So good. When I have the great good fortune of being on with people like you who ask me about it, we never know, you guys, when somebody's going to be watching this terrific show and say, hey, man, I was watching uh, Christy and Will the other day, and there was this guy, Ron Pullman, I don't know what that was name is, but it turns out the guy, uh, you know, does cartoons, and this person watching may have a loved one who's going through the same thing. You just never know. Uh, and if they say, oh, my God, Uncle Bill. You, I'm going to send you something. You got to watch this. This guy who was on the show with these two lovely people, remember how much you turned me on to Pinky and the Brain a million years ago and how much we still love watching it. We say to me, hey, what are you going to do tonight, Uncle Bill? And, you know, are you thinking what I'm, all that stuff. This guy is your age and he survived throat cancer. You got this, man. This, that's why it's important. Mm. Um, so now, not only have I been beyond fortunate, 
to make a living doing essentially what got me in trouble in seventh grade. Um, I now have a story with which I can help people. And it is not about whether or not they buy an autograph or buy an action figure. It's a, it's a pure human exchange of information. Uh, and when I say to somebody, either uh, I, I do have the opportunity to talk to a lot of people about it, do a lot of engagements. Um, and so whether I'm holding somebody's hand literally or figuratively and speaking about our mutual experiences and I say, man, I get it. I get it. Mm -hmm. And that is a big deal. When you're able to say to somebody with utter authenticity, I really know what you're going through because I don't know what a homeless family is going through. I right. never will. I can give them all the money I, I've got. But when I say, God, I, I know what you're saying. No, you don't. And it doesn't mean that it's, you don't want to stop being empathic and sympathetic. But if you're able to say, you know, with utter certainty, you're just another human. You're not a doctor, yeah. but you know what the struggle is like. That's a really important part of my life now. And it turns out that that cancer experience for me had a platinum lining. So I'm really grateful that you asked about it. That's the platinum lining? That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. What is the platinum lining, Rob? That's, that's amazing. The fact that I'm able mm. to talk about it and that I not only can do my job, and I'll tell you very quickly, um, it was pretty difficult because of as a, it was eight weeks of radiation and a bunch of chemo and all of that. Um, but uh, we are enjoying a, a renaissance of Animaniacs. Uh, we got to do a reboot of Animaniacs. And so there's a lot of music in those shows. And I, I'm a singer before anything. I, the reason I got the gig on Animaniacs was I'm a singer. Um, and so I remember on the new uh, new bunch that we've done for Hulu, we started, they dropped in 2020 and we're recording in 2019 and my cancer was in 2016. Um, and I remember uh, the first song I got to sing for Animaniacs, um, it was a little bit, uh, uh, it was a little bit off-putting. I jumped into it, I was prepared, but still, I, I hadn't done anything, so I got done with my treatment. And when I got to the song, it was uh, a, a, a remarkable experience that I won't forget. It was like, it was like, okay, this is my trial by fire. This is, uh, these people love me. Uh, they will do anything to help me, but it's a business. Hmm. And yeah. I told them right from the beginning, I said, look, man, I'm not a hero. But I am, uh, I am logical and I'm rational. I know you love me. I know you're going to do everything you can to wait till I get better. Great. But if you can't, or if I come back and you listen to stuff and you go back and put it together and you say, Jesus Christ, how do we tell him that we love him? But you might have to get somebody to sing for him or, or maybe, you know, recast and we'll do it. It's not the end of the world. I'm alive. It, you guys have nothing to prove to me. You, it, this is a business. Mm. You didn't ask me to get the cancer. I didn't ask for it. Nobody wants it. Mm -hmm. So please, I appreciate that you are concerned about how this lands on me. But I'm a big boy. Mm -hmm. And you guys got to do what you got to do. So when I got through it and... They used it and they used all the music I did, all the singing I did. It was a, a remarkable 
time to just take a break and say, wow, thank God for cutting edge medicine. But also over and above that, um, my podcast, which was so kind to be a, a part, I, um, I ended every episode by saying, laughter is the best medicine. The cool thing is you can't OD and the refills are free. And I'm telling you what, it's the God's honest truth. The, uh, the ability to laugh at myself, um, to uh, find ways to laugh at the parts that were kind of dark, make fun of myself when I looked, you know, just like, like a skeleton with a little bit of skin all written. I, I mean, doesn't, not everybody works that way. That worked for me. Mm -hmm. And the joy that all these characters that I've been so lucky to perform over the years are right, it's right in here. And so I call up Pinky and call up Yakko and all the other knuckleheads, Carl Weezer and all that. And it just, it just helped me get through that madness. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's the, the platinum lining. And, and that's why Christy, I'm so grateful that you guys let me ramble on about it. It's, it's, it's a big beautiful. deal for me. It's, it's so amazing. Beautiful. And now you're helping other people who are, who are dealing with the same thing. Yes, so that's, you. uh, that is pretty incredible. Yeah, there's a, a, one of my, my favorite uh, uh, anecdotes very quickly about something like that is exactly what we were talking about, where a man falls into a hole and he's down there and, and people are walking over him and he sees a police officer and he says, officer, you got to help me. Yeah. I've fallen in the hole. And the, the officer throws him a pair of cuffs and says, don't worry, if somebody somebody comes at you, you can arrest him. And then a doctor walks by and, and he says, doc, you got to help me. I've fallen into a hole. Please help me. And the doctor writes him a prescription and throws it down the hole and walks by and he sees his best friend walk by. And he says, it's you. You got to help me. And the guy jumps in the hole with him. Yeah. And he says, what are, you, what are you doing? Now we're both down here. And he says, yeah, but I've been here before and I know the way out. Aww. So there's that. That is one of my favorite anecdotes oh. ever. And it's that same kind of kind of thing. So yeah. I had a bunch of questions for you. I don't even want to ask them anymore because that, <laughs> I want so to end sorry. right there. It was a, No, it's perfect. Okay. There is one question that we ask everybody, and there's only one question that I want to know, and that's sure. and I don't think you're even going to be able to answer this because you've been everybody. <laughs> oh. One character okay. you haven't played that you want to, any character you want, who would you pick? I, I really like every actor. Uh, I really would love to get a crack at the Joker. I everybody just love says that. that. That's great. I know. Yeah. I think, and you know why? I think because uh, Mark has set the bar so high that I love a challenge and I would love to yeah. come up with something that was different, but interesting. Um, and my, my, like I mentioned, my son is 38. He's in the video game business. And um, I remember um, uh, Mark uh, and Kevin are both dear friends. I know, you know, those guys and um, yeah. uh, my son, loves the Batman franchise. And he said, I'm telling you what, I love the Chris Nolan movies. I love Christian Bale, Michael Keaton, all that stuff. I love watching it. I love the whole mythos of Batman. But I'm telling you what, this was after he met Kevin Conroy. And he said, there is no doubt that if I had to watch one version the rest of my life, I could easily watch the animated series forever. His And never look back. Yep, his Batman yep. is Kevin. And his Joker is Mark, mm -hmm. and I I love that character because it's so rich. But I don't know that I would have said that had I never heard Mark doing it. Mark, yeah, just killed it so much that I I kind of want to go. Well, I don't expect it to be better. That's a very subjective thing. But sure. I would love the challenge of coming up my own version because I, I, I've just been so transfixed by Mark's. You know, it's pretty cool. It's so cool. I think, okay, that's great. Well, yeah, that we, we get that a lot. And I think that is the character that everybody seems to yeah. want to tackle is the Joker. Yeah. So uh, we love that. <laughs>
<sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Thursday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. We have our voiceover actor Woo-hoo! with us who's coming in today. His name is Brandon. Hi, Brandon. And Brandon is going to be joining us for Across the Garden, which is coming back. Yay! Yes, we have brought it back because nice. uh, people requested it, and we frankly just absolutely yeah. love to do it. So we can't wait. And there is Brandon. Oh, hey, Brandon. Brandon? How are you? Hello, everybody. Hello. Hey. Brandon, how you doing, buddy? You got, <laughs> you've got snow job hair. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I can't with the G.I. Joe anymore. I'm going to start crying. Um, so, Brandon, we, we've obviously yeah, met we've several met times person. before. Oh, we've yeah. met you at conventions. Yep. And actually, I won the Fan Expo one. The you rest did. tied you. You won, you won the live I Hear Voices Fan Expo episode. I know. Uh, it was the best moment. Which is great. So where are you from? Denver, Colorado. Woo-hoo. That's right. Okay. You were from, from, the, from the, the, the Windy Apple, the Mile High Windy Apple yeah. yep. of Denver. Which we love. And did you get your uh, your script? script? Oh yes, I did. And you are going to be playing Sue. Sue. No Sue, as in Sue, Sue Chef. Sue Chef. Yep. Brandon, Hold are on. you excited mm-hmm. about um, our contest coming up? Oh yeah, I doubt I'll win though. Oh, but... don't well, know you that. Don't know that yet. You're like Maybe. our number you one fan so far. 
Exactly. <laughs> and we will talk about it more fuller, but just a quick plug for Christy. What was the contest uh, called again? Califragilisticexpialidocious. Nope. <laughs> not even close. You're not even trying. She's given up I've trying. I've given up wow. because every episode are- I try and I fail. We are going to try again. No, we are, uh, of course, uh, once again, uh, announcing the uh, super awesome contest to become the um, next big voice actor. It's the Scrumdillyunches contest. Whoa. Close, <laughs> close. That was actually closer than Christy. The super awesome contest to become the be- next big voice actor. We will be announcing all of the great prizes and everything. I think we're going to be, it's going to be right around Halloween, if not on Halloween, that we are going to be able to really jump into the contest. One person out there is going to win the opportunity to get an amazing voice actor career. We can open the door a little bit for you we can crack it but then you got to kick it open with your talent Good so for that you. is the plan but uh, uh as we're waiting for the contest to launch we are getting back into across the garden and for those of you who uh are our old fan like brandon uh yes i said that right fan um <laughs> We uh, have two characters that we invented in the fly called Ricky and Mocha, who are two little mice that are trying to get across a garden to get to the other side so that Mocha can see her boyfriend uh, at the mall. And we have had some wonderful amateur voiceover actors, some amazing uh, pros that come on. And we are hopefully the goal is then amateur um, animators are going to take these little segments and they're going to animate together a cartoon and all of these amateur voiceover actors are going to get a chance what to be on their very great own cartoon. Idea. Yeah. It is a ton of fun. We that. really can't Thank wait. You. So yes, Ricky and Mocha are still on their journey and we are going to pick it up once again. Great. Exterior Woods Continuous. Is everybody ready? I'm ready. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Brandon, you ready? Yes. Got my script. Chris- We're good. I'm Kristen, ready. ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Here we go, folks. Let's do it. Ricky and Mocha are still on their journey in the woods. Uh, Mocha, do you ever get the feeling that we're not actually I real? Mean, like we're just fictional characters being written by someone else to fulfill some kind of empty hole they have in their life? Yeah. You know, like we're never going to actually get to the mall to see your boyfriend if he even exists. So- like every time we feel like we're getting close, some other crazy character is just gonna pop up and distract us. No. Yeah, yeah me neither. Oh, what you? Hey, what you hey, doing? Where'd you go to school? You know Shared university online. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? Come on. Ricky and Mocha come over a small hill to find a tiny little kitchen set up in the middle of a clearing. A chipmunk in a chef's hat and coat is berating another chipmunk in a black chef's coat. What do you think you are doing now? Are you a, are you a donkey? Do we, are you a donkey? Listen to me. Seriously. Can you answer me? Because my eyes don't work too good anymore. No, chef. Then why would you do this to my sauce? Tell me why you do this to my sauce. I don't know, chef. I just thought it needed... Something. Needed something. Needed something? This recipe has been in my family for generations. What did it possibly need? Um, flavor? Bap. Ah. Chef hits Sue in the head with a ladle. Oh, damn you! The finest critics in the world have tried my sauce and have given it glowing review. Here. Read this one if you can the read chef reaches into his coat, pulls out a piece of paper, and shoves it at Sue. Chef Monk's Bordelese sauce should be renamed Bord Day sauce. With its limited depth and indescribable texture, this sauce would be better served spackling up a hole in the wall than on a plate. Ah, you see, quote, 
indescribable texture, close quote. You cannot buy publicity like that, so you're dumb. I don't think you heard all the words. Uh, it... Ricky and Mocha walk up. Uh, excuse us. Can I help you? Ow! Ba Pap, hit with the ladle again. Oh, are you to ask this? You are just the sous chef. Can I help you? Uh, yeah, I feel like I've asked this like a hundred times. How do we get now, to the but... mall? <gasps> Bap! Hit with the ladle again. That's for? You are thinking about answering. Sue's face goes bright red. That's it! He walks over to the pot, grabs two spoons, and dips them in. He turns and shoves the spoons into Ricky and Mocha's mouths. How does this taste to you? Their eyes light up. Mm. Oh, this is the this is the best thing. Wow, so good. In the background, Chef grabs two spoons and dips them into his own pot and walks over. Okay, now will you try this one? Before they can answer, he shoves the spoons into Ricky and Mocha's mouths. A beat passes. They turn oh, green. No, I don't. That's a no for me. No. Oh, this is I so awful. It. I think I'm going to hurl. Have... Do you have some oh. water? <laughs> you see? You see? You see? You see? You see? This is my kitchen now. Go peel those potatoes. Chef's about to answer when Sue slowly raises the ladle again. Merry Chef. He smiles and turns to Ricky and Mocha. The mole is just around the bend. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Getting weirder, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Brandon, Yay, you're getting so Brandon. good! Good job! Great job, Brandon! Honestly, he's now. getting better and better it. with the, from the time I feel like we first met him and heard him. He's always been. So I also, excited. Brandon, you might not because you were in the waiting room. Certainly didn't hear the conversation that we were just having with Rob, but you did something that exactly what we were talking about. You always. committed. Boom. You committed wholly to what we were doing, and that is the first most important thing you got to do, Brandon. You came in and you nailed it. So congratulations. Well done. Got to give my best, hundred ten percent all the time. As the announcers, look at him go. Look at him go. He'll win the. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a great Brandon, job. thank you so thank much. You. Congratulations. And is there um, any place where people can find you? Do you have any uh, oh, social media um, presence? I do. My, well, I have personal Facebook and Instagram. There, okay. My Instagram is H-E-A Brandon. Easy find. So you guys can find me there. Perfect. And, and other than that, I'm just about around in the Aww. world. Hey, Comic there's nothing wrong with that, such. my friend. Thank you so much, Brandon. Yeah. That is yes. the best. All right, thank well, you, thank Brandon. you, and I hope to see you guys Aww, soon again. Thanks, we will see you again. Good luck Sa to you, Thank you oh, so wait, much. Oh, wait, one more thing. This yeah. was my first voice acting job. Hey! Congratulations. There's no first like first, my friend. <laughs> I know. It was an honor. Thank Hi, you. Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. How lovely that you guys do that. I, I just think that's great that you're finding a way to include folks. Good for you. Thank you. It is so much fun. And uh, yeah, when we, so the, um, the, the first, we've actually announced this before, but the first thing uh, you actually win is a one-year contract with a voiceover agency. Wow. And you, there's an, another couple of prizes that we are still working on that are still going to be absolutely outstanding. So once again, that is the- um, Band. Test. Christy, what's the name? Oh what the name man, of the now it's just okay. You know, hold on. I'm what's it the, called, Christy? The <laughs> <laughs> oh. It is the super awesome contest to become the next big voice actor. Cool. So uh, super awesome yes. contest to become the next big voice actor. There. <laughs> Did I do it? That is so great. 
You did. Uh, so thank Rob. When Rob you can so come back, Rob, us. if you had the time, oh, you yeah. should be a mentor. One of the, and I was going to talk to you about this later. This might be cut. We'll see if we're going to cut this or not. But one of the things we're going to do is when we get down to the final two contestants, uh-huh. um, actually, it might be the final four, they're going to get for, you know, a day or so just over Zoom, they're going to get a voiceover mentor oh. that's going to help them. And uh, and then we go to, to pick the big final yeah. winner. So, um, yeah, we'd love to have you oh, involved somewhere down the line. It would be absolutely um, a, a pleasure. Anything you guys want. Aw, we love you. I, I just love to uh, – I mean, look, this, you guys, we're in the happy business. Isn't this the coolest thing in the world? And look how <laughs> we are. that sweet Brandon, he will never forget that, yeah. irrespective of what happens down the road. He will never forget that, and it's thanks to you guys. That's a very big it's- deal. It's cool, isn't it? it? Is. We were having fun. Yeah. So uh, you can join us, obviously, on uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts or on the uh, iHeartRadio app. And uh, yeah, please join us. And again, um, oh, God, I can't. I wish I could remember oh the name of the God. contest. It's What's it called again, awesome Christy? Contest to become the next big voiceover actor. <laughs> I yes! did it. You almost had it a hundred percent. That was, was great. No, ninety-nine percent counts. Voiceover great. star now, or voiceover actor. There you go. No voice. Oh, just voice, voice actor. actor. No oh, okay, over. got it. I'll get it next That's, time. All right, so next close. time. Next episode. Now, Rob, I always end by saying, if you think you can do what we do, step up and put your voices where your mouth is. I think but we should end with his. If you could do us a favor. Yeah. If you could do us a favor and you could take us out with the talking tunes, I would so appreciate it. Oh, great. You mean like- um, The happiness. Uh, oh, Laughing. Yes. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Let me do something very quickly because you, you guys will get a kick out of this. Um Will was doing a bit of the United States, Canada, Mexico. Well, that song, um, a little bit of inside baseball. Check out how much talent. This is a great example of you guys watching is that you when you're in Hollywood uh, or New York, you never know. I always tell young people, surround yourself with people of a like mind. Go to class, go out to eat with actors. Just mm. uh, I remember when Animaniacs was coming along and I got the job. Uh, there was obviously music. It was a big part of it. Um, so I had never met Randy Rogel, who wrote most of the songs that you guys know from Animaniacs, including yeah. Yakko's World. But what people don't know is that Yakko's World was the song that Randy Rogel gave to Warner Brothers as his audition piece. Wow. He wrote that song when they said, all right, well, what have you got? Can you write something on spec? He said, I sure can. He wrote that song just because he could wow. and played it for them. And that's one of those things when you hear it, you stick your head out the door and go, Mr. Spielberg, I think you should hear this. <laughs> and yeah, not only that, so it was the first song he wrote for Animaniacs. And it was the first song I recorded. Talk about setting the bar high. <laughs> Unbelievable. And he didn't disappoint. However, a few years later, uh, I told Randy, I said, you know, I've been doing a convention and people every now and then say, are they going to update Yakko's World? Because, you know, there are a lot of different countries that have uh, come to be and some of them have gone away since that song was written. Mm-hmm. He said, you know what, you're right. So he had an extra 11 minutes on a Tuesday and he wrote the following. This is just a quick update of the song. Oh, <clears throat> yes. Okay, it goes like this. Montenegro and Bosnia and Herzegovina, the Soviet Union is gone. South Africa, Georgia, Moldova, Latvia, Belarus, Azerbaijan, Uzbekistan, hey, Kazakhstan, hey, Armenia, Tongo, Palu, Lithuania, Serbia, Kosovo, U.S., Samoa, the Balkan, Brunei, Macau, and Crimea, then Eritrea, 
Ukraine and Estonia, here's Macedonia, New Caledonia, Eastern Slavonia, Ivory Coast and Cape Verde, and or the Solomon Islands, Dubai. How about that? Isn't that something? Wow. So he just oh. came up with it. And as you can tell by the beautiful Christy Romano and the impossibly handsome Will Fidel, uh, the we can all absolutely agree, folks, that laughter is so the best medicine. You know why? Because you can't OD and the refills are free. Thanks a lot, you guys. It was an absolute privilege hanging. We love you. Thank you, Rob Paulson. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Bye, Rob. I Hear Voices is hosted by Will Friedle and Christy Carlson Romano. Executive produced by Will Friedle, Brendan Rooney, Amy Sugarman, and Vicki Ernst Chang. Our executive in charge of production is Danielle Romo. Our producer is Lorraine Virouez, and our editor slash engineer is Brian Burton. And that uh, was my announcer voice. Some side effects of listening to I Hear Voices are sore abs from hilarity, falling down the cocoa melon rabbit hole, sneezing due to mass nostalgia, and hugs. Follow I Hear Voices wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of the amazing voices. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at I Hear Voices Podcast. To see the video stream, subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can also check us out on MySpace, Omegle, Vine, LimeWire, AM, and Napster. Okay, well, let's teach you about the internet. The who? When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.